What's up, otakus, and welcome back to another episode of the No Anime, No Life podcast. I know it's been a minute, but I'm back for a very, very special episode talking about My Hero Academia, Heroes Rising. I absolutely love this film. Um, I loved My Hero Academia 2 Heroes, which was the film that came out in 2018. I had a blast with that, and I think that Heroes Rising is a great sequel to that film. Now, it is loosely canon to the events of the anime and the manga, but I don't think they'll ever reference the events of this film in the anime itself, which I'm perfectly okay with because there are things that would raise questions and we'll get into that a little bit later. Now, before I dive into my review, I want to give you guys a little bit of a story time. So I saw this film twice. I saw it the first time in dub, which I wasn't really happy with, if I'm being perfectly honest. And then I saw it the second time in sub, which is my preference for my Hero Academia. Now, I don't have anything against dub. I love dub. Some of my favorite anime, I prefer the dub, like Yu Yu Hakusho, like Dragon Ball. It's just the dub from My Hero Academia just doesn't really work for me. Um, I'm sure Justin Brenner, Briner, however you say his last name, I'm sure he's a great guy. I think he was absolutely miscast as the English voice actor for Deku. That's just my personal opinion. I didn't like the voice actor for Bakugo either and as much as I love Chris Sabat and he has been a dub voice actor that has been in my head since I was a little kid I don't think that he was the right choice for All Might but again these are just my personal opinions and it's just it is what it is I saw it in dub it wasn't my favorite but I still really really enjoyed the film I definitely enjoyed it more seeing it the second time around there were a lot of things that I didn't notice the first time because honestly, I was a bit checked out, and I'll I'll tell you why. So we pull up to the theater. I have my My Hero Academia shirt on. I've been listening to You Say Run on repeat. That is one of my favorite anime musical pieces ever. I was so hyped. I get into the theater. I'm looking towards my row, and then there's some fuckstick sitting in my seat with his kid. So we get there. And I'm like, these are our seats. And he's like, well, would you mind sitting in my seats? Because I really wanted to sit next to my friends. And I'm like, I don't care about you and your friends. We purchase these seats in advance so that we can have the perfectly centered seats to see the film. I am an absolute snob when it comes to where I sit in the theater. I like being in the perfect middle row in the perfect middle seats. I don't give a shit that you and your friends were completely unprepared to come to this movie to sit together. That's not my fucking problem. And then he he's like, well, I guess I can move. And I was like, I guess you can. <laughs> so we finally get into our seats. And unfortunately, we have to sit next to this fucking idiot. And then... 40 minutes goes by and the film hasn't even started so for 40 minutes we were just sitting there watching this chevy commercial on repeat for 40 minutes no one came in to say anything until 30 minutes into our wait to let us know that there were technical difficulties i don't know if it was something with the projector or the sound or something like that but there was some kind of technical difficulty well obviously it couldn't be with the projector because we were watching a chevy commercial on repeat but you get my point there was some kind of technical difficulty and we were just sitting there for 40 minutes eventually the film starts and we're finally into it and by this point i'm so fucking annoyed that this idiot stole our seats that we had to sit there with 
waiting for 40 minutes just for the film to start i was already completely checked out and i can't lie i just wanted to leave because i was no longer in the right mindset to just sit here and enjoy a film much less be able to analyze it so that i can review it right after so the plan was to review the film right after on the anime lately podcast i do the anime lately podcast every single week go over there subscribe the podcast is available on itunes pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts and i was really hesitant to do the review because because I know that I wasn't mentally prepared to review this film because I was absolutely checked out from my experience, but we had to make the review. This is kind of why I'm doing this review. This is my revisit review of the film, talking about my experience from the first time I watched it, the second time I watched it, the differences from me between sub and dub. This is why I am doing this solo podcast, and I wanted to give you guys some content. It, is, it has literally been a year since I've posted something on this channel and I want to change that. Um, it's only been that way because I've been doing the Anime Lately podcast and to some degree I found it redundant doing the same type of content on my own podcast but sometimes I just want to sit here in my chair alone and I want to give you guys just my solo thoughts on an anime. So I've rambled on enough. Let's get into the review itself. The film starts off and we get this epic chase sequence. We have the League of Villains, and they are transporting nine in the back of this truck. Um, we have some heroes. We have Rocklock. We have Endeavor trying to stop them. Endeavor gets this really cool moment where we get to see him use one of his most powerful attacks that we haven't seen in the anime yet. It's him against Dobby, fire against fire. There are a lot of manga theories about who Dobby might actually be, but we won't get into that on this episode. I'm going to save that for another podcast where I'm just talking about theories from My Hero Academia. Now, we realize later on that these are all twice clones, and my friend Ray on the Anime Lately podcast, he brought up a really good point, something that I've thought about constantly, is that twice is incredibly underrated. Twice is really, really powerful. He is able to make exact clones down to the quirk of any person. That is ridiculous. Could you imagine if Twice were were to make a clone of Endeavor, Deku, and All Might? Can you imagine what he could do or making clones of Nomus? Like, the applications are endless for how powerful Twice can actually become, which is why I'm sure Shigaraki brought him into the League of Villains. So they have this battle. The truck goes off a ledge and Hawks and Endeavor see that there's this capsule on the inside that was obviously housing someone that has now escaped and Nine is now on the loose. Nine goes and he meets up with Mummy, Slice, and Chimera, who I think are really, really good characters. Chimera is my favorite. I like him even more than Nine in this entire film. Chimera is mixed up between like a wolf, a snake, some kind of other reptile like a hawk, 
Hawk. He has some really incredible powers. He has super strength. He can shoot like phase plasma beams from his mouth. He can control fire. He has so many cool abilities. And I had so much fun watching all of these villains in this movie. Now, we cut back to Class 1A heroes and we are on this island. This island doesn't have any villains. There are no heroes that occupy this island. So the president and the teachers decide to send the students there so that they can get some real world hero experience. And I thought this was really, really important because being a hero is not just about defeating villains or arresting villains and bad people. Being a hero is taking your time, using your powers for the greater good, just helping people in their everyday lives, helping people find their lost animals, helping people uh, rebuild things around the house, helping them just do everyday stuff. Heroes just helping people. It doesn't need to be anything extravagant. They are just helping people. And this was something that I thought that's really important, something that the creator of this manga series, of this anime series, has done incredibly well that not a lot of anime, not a lot of other anime has mastered, which is giving moments and giving character development to every single character that is on screen and I thought that is something that's super important and everyone gets time to shine here in the beginning and at the end which is something that I'll talk about once I get there so we get more time with Nine we figure out his whole MO he wants to rule the world he wants to unify the world under his rule yes very generic villain stuff but I thought Nine himself was really cool Um, much like Shigaraki much like Overhaul he has found villains who have been shunned by everyone, pulled them under his wing, and given them purpose. He volunteers to undergo experiments, and they pretty much make him all for one 2.0, which is insane when you think about it. He can control nine powers and steal eight quirks. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, it, his actual quirk, I believe is controlling the weather, which is absolutely insane on its own. And then adding eight additional quirks on top of that, you can imagine how OP this guy can be. So immediately you get the idea of how him going against the class members of 1A is going to be really interesting. Now something else that they do, they realize how OP 9 is. So what do they do? They give him a good weakness. Him using his quirk destroys his cells. So he needs to find someone that has a cell activation quirk so that he can rebuild his cells and pretty much retweak his body to no longer deteriorate when he uses his quirks. So I thought that was really, really cool. You give this OP character incredible powers, but you give him something that he also has to combat. So we see him find someone. We find we see him find this guy who has a cell activation quirk and he steals it, but he realizes that this guy can only use his cell activation quirk on people who have a type A blood type. So he remembers that quirks are hereditary. So he finds out through a cell phone video that this guy has two kids, Katsuma and Mahoro, and he wants to go and find them to see which one has the cell activation quirk, and hopefully one of them has the quirk that allows him to manipulate 
type B cells. This all sounds incredible because it is, and it is written so brilliantly. It is portrayed excellently on screen, and it's great. So, talking about Katsuma, we get introduced to him, and he is such a great character. He is this kid, like m- many other kids, that just wants to be a hero, and his big sister, Mahoro, doesn't want him to be a hero. He, She doesn't want him to do anything. As a matter of fact, she hates heroes because they get hurt. They can die, and she doesn't want that to happen to her brother. She doesn't want him to be used because she sees the potential of his quirk. There's so many great things in here, and she tries to do things to try to make Katsuma feel like heroes are useless, so they're constantly testing the, the class. 1A heroes. Um, there is this one scene where she calls in and says that he's lost. And Deku goes to find him and he realizes how nice and amazing Deku is and his sister sees it as a fail because it took him over an hour to find him. It's all really cute. I don't want to get too much into it. You guys should see the film. But it's all really cool because we get to see another set of kids that's going to be the future generation of heroes. And I can't wait to see Katsuma um, and see where he goes in his journey. So the villains show up on the island and the Class 1A heroes have to do what needs to be done to stop these villains. So they split into four different teams and they go after each villain. Um, Mummy shows up. Bakugo absolutely destroys Mummy. Bakugo is like Vegeta for me. Bakugo is slowly becoming my favorite character on My Hero Academia. It's it's a weird thing because I love Goku, I love Vegeta, but there are just moments where I love Vegeta a little bit more. Bakugo is a brilliant strategist. He is such a fast thinker in combat. You have to you have to look past his attitude. He is going to be one of the greatest heroes ever. There is no doubt in my mind that Bakugo is going to be one of the greatest heroes ever. He's he's still a kid, and he's still so mindful of the battlefield. Again, he's a brilliant strategist, and he can do whatever it takes to win, and he completely lays out Mummy, and it was an incredible sequence. Watching him and Deku fight side by side was everything that I wanted ever since I saw the first episode, because I knew eventually... It would have to happen. A moment would happen where they would become the perfect rivals. And we get that. They become the perfect rivals that are at odds, but they can work together. They can be friends. And I love that we got that in this film. Now, this film is called Heroes Rising. So there is that inevitable moment where all of our heroes are absolutely beaten to a pulp. And then they have to rise. So we get to the third act fight where everyone is trying to protect Katsuma from Nine and from the other villains, and they find their stronghold, and they try, well, they find a way to completely separate all of the villains. Slice gets, um, she falls into this cavern where she fights Tokoyami and Mina, and of course, you know, Tokoyami's power allows him to use the darkness to increase his power, so that was the perfect um, combination right there. Nina has the acid powers, her power is literally to destroy, so you're in this cave, 
and she's using her abilities to break down all of these spikes to bring down rocks on top of slice then you have um Todoroki you have Ida and a couple other people trying to fight Chimera he's becoming even more powerful the fight with Nine was incredible uh Uraraka and Ciro oh man they absolutely fucking killed it like I said before everyone gets a moment to go plus ultra in this film and they really killed it it was great to see all of the students in class 1a actually have upgrades with their powers we see the training being implemented we see everything that they've learned and we see them implemented in this film and i thought that was incredible i don't want to go into too many details of how they're using the powers because i want you guys to see this film yes i know i'm giving away mild spoilers but that doesn't mean i want to give away every single beat that happens in the film but the main thing that i wanted to talk about in the third act was the moment where deku and bakugo realize that they have nothing left and katsuma and mahoro tell them don't give up don't give up go beyond they don't say go beyond but that's pretty much telling them don't give up keep fighting we believe in you and deku comes up with this crazy idea to give bakugo one for all so that both of them can use one for all at the same time to fight nine now i will admit when i saw this the first time i called bullshit i was like this is this is nonsense i fucking hated it honestly i thought it was cheap and i was like well this does the events of this doesn't technically have to be canon so it shouldn't frustrate me so much it's because i guess because i love deku so much and he should have one for all it's just it just didn't make sense to me but watching them use one for all together these perfect rivals coming together to do what needs to be done that double detroit smash into the sky that cleared the skies from the literal darkness was incredible the score was incredible throughout this entire this entire scene watching bakugo pretty much melt the floor and blast nine as he's doing everything he can to stay alive and defeat them watching deku be watching both of them be at a hundred percent much like we saw in deku versus overhaul watching them oh man this is just there's so many thoughts going through my mind right now i know i sound a little bit scrambled but this this fight scene was just absolutely incredible it was everything that i wanted to see and i really enjoyed it watching it the second time around and talking about it on the anime lately podcast really made me appreciate how amazing the scene was and when it was all over i was like well i guess deku doesn't have one for all in this like i guess it's like a little pocket universe and then we realized that no this is one for all kind of one for all is constantly evolving and one for all in in its desperation in its desperation watching deku sacrifice everything to save everyone on the island to save the kids to save bakugo something completely selfless which is what a hero should be one for all 
upgraded itself and allowed Deku to share this power with Bakugo. And I thought that was brilliant. That adds so much more development to what One for All can do. Slight manga spoilers. Very slight manga spoiler. In the very first fight with Deku against Nine, Nine tries to steal One for All. Of course he can't because One for All can only be taken, can only be given willingly. He thinks is because there's too many powers for him to take. And he says a line that Deku has the ability to house multiple quirks. That's all I'll say. It's in the movie. I'm not spoiling anything. Just keep that in mind if you ever feel like reading the manga or when the anime continues because you guys are in for some cool shit. But I thought that was amazing. Watching Deku crying and telling All Might that he's sorry. He just didn't have any other choice and All Might telling him, I would never regret giving one for all to you. You used it the right way. We realize that Deku still has one for all and... Bakugo doesn't remember anything. I don't know if that was just like a side effect of everything. I don't really know how that works. It doesn't really matter in the end, I guess. But Bakugo doesn't remember anything at all. Deku still has one for all and we get to continue. And we got to see him use one for all at a hundred percent again. I thought nine was a great villain, but nine doesn't matter because Shigaraki is the main villain. It's Shigaraki and it's Deku. In the end, it is going to be this great villain against this great hero. And I can't wait to see that. The end, the film ends and Shigaraki turns nine to dust because he was just an experiment. He was just an experiment for the doctor to see if this would work and how well it would work and I love how much Shigaraki thinks about the future how patient he is he is not this ridiculously arrogant short-sighted villain he is a great antagonist for Deku and I can't wait to see them going up against each other in the future that's going to be really really amazing I will have to give My Hero Academia Heroes Rising a four and a half out of five I thought this was a really really well done film Again, there were some things that stopped me from getting this to a perfect rating, but it is what it is. Not every film can be can be perfect. Not every film needs to be perfect. I had a blast. I will definitely be buying this on Blu-ray. It is definitely worth the price of admission, and I will be watching this film over and over again. I can't wait to get back into the manga. I'm about 50 chapters behind of where it is currently, so I'm going to be checking up on that. I love watching the anime, like I said. Guys, support anime in the theater. We want more anime movies in the U.S. We want them longer in the U.S. Please support anime films. Go watch this. This is an incredible film. Like I said, every single hero in Class 1A gets some time to shine. They get to face up against incredible villains and it's just everything that you want from anime and I hope you guys go and support it thank you so much for listening for listening to me ramble on about my thoughts about Heroes Rising I had an absolute blast I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode and I am really honestly going to try and do better in 2020 to give you guys more regular content I can't guarantee that it'll be every week I'm going to at least start off doing something at least once a month to get myself more into the rhythm 
right now i'm working a lot i'm doing the c4s podcast i'm doing the anime lately podcast i'm doing the best one worst one podcast i just have a lot on my plate right now but i love doing this i love just sitting here and just giving you guys all of my thoughts on anime so i promise i am going to try to do more thank you guys for sticking with me and staying subscribed and listening to the episodes that i have up here currently again guys thank you so much for listening and we will see you guys on the next episode.